There is no God like our God. There is no one like him. He is the true and living God. And so now let's bow our heads and I'm going to begin to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can come before you and study your word together. We thank you for your word and how it allows us to get to know you and your truth more deeply. And Lord, I pray that each time we open up our Bibles filled with your truth, that we will always trust its contents. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would help us to receive, retain, understand, apply, and live this word in our lives. Lord, I also pray that this word that we are about to receive will sit on rich soil. And I'm asking that you would not allow the enemy to come and snatch up what is sown in our hearts this evening. Lord, we thank you that your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And Lord, we thank you that your word stands forever. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And before we start reading chapter 7, I just want to do a brief recap of chapter 6. In chapter 6 in Genesis, we read that the fallen angels began to procreate with mankind and thus creating the giants. We also learned that mankind became so wicked that God became grieved in his heart that he even created man. And so judgment was set on mankind to be destroyed, except for one man, Noah. God found Noah the only person pleasing in his sight, and so he had Noah to build an ark. This ark would save and deliver Noah and his family from the destruction that was coming upon the earth. The ark also was very important as a foreshadowing to Jesus Christ, as a place of atonement for sin. And so now let's begin to read chapter 7, the great flood. Verse number 1. Then the Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark, you and all your household." Because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. Verse 2. You shall take with you seven each of every clean animal, a male and his female. Two each of animals that are unclean, a male and his female. And also seven each of birds of the air, male and female, to keep the species alive on the face of all the earth. And so the purpose of these seven clean animals was supposed to be a source of food and also for sacrifices. And again, they had to be male and female and able to multiply. Verse number four. For after seven more days, I will cause it to rain on the earth. Forty days and forty nights. And I will destroy them from the face of the earth for all living things that I have made. Verse number five. And Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. Verse 6. Noah was 600 years old when the floodwaters were on the earth. Verse 7. So Noah with his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives went into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Of clean animals, of animals that are unclean, of birds, and of everything that creeps on the earth. Verse number nine, two by two they went into the ark to Noah, male and female, as God had commanded. Verse number 10, and it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were on the earth. Verse 11, in the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, on that day, 
all the fountains of the great deep were broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. Verse number 12. And the rain was on the earth forty days and forty nights. Verse number 13. On the very same day, Noah and sons and Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons were with them, entered the ark. They and every beast of its kind, all cattle after their kind, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth after its kind, and every bird after its kind, every bird of every sort. Verse number 15. And they went into the ark to Noah, two by two of all flesh, in which is the breath of life. Verse number 16. So those that entered male and female of all flesh went in as God has commanded them, and the Lord shut him in. Verse number 17. Now the flood was on the earth forty days. The waters increased and lifted up the ark, and it rose high above the earth. Verse number 18. The waters prevailed and greatly increased on the earth. And the ark moved on the surface of the waters. Verse number 19. And the waters prevailed exceedingly on the earth, and all the high hills under the whole heaven were covered. Verse number 20. The waters prevailed fifteen cubits upward, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved on the earth. Birds that creeps on the earth and every man. Verse number 22. All in the all in whose nostrils was the breath of the spirit of life, and all that was the dry land dried. So he destroyed all living things which were on the face of the ground, both man and cattle, creeping thing and bird of the air. They were destroyed from the earth. Only Noah and those who were with him in the ark remained alive. And the waters prevailed on the earth 150 days. Chapter 8, verse number 1. Then God remembered Noah and every living thing, and all the animals that were with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth, and the water subsided. Verse number 2. The fountains of the deep and the windows of heaven were also stopped. The rain from heaven was restrained, verse number three, and the waters receded continually from the earth. At the end of the hundred and fifty days, the waters decreased, verse number four. Then the ark rested in the, in the seventh month, in the seventeenth day of the month on the mountains of Areth, verse number five, and the waters decreased continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains were seen. And so it came to pass at the end of the forty days that Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made. Verse number seven. Then he sent out a raven, which kept going to and fro until the waters had dried up from the earth. Verse number eight. He also sent out from himself a dove to see if the waters had receded from the face of the ground. But the dove found no resting place for the sole of her foot, and she returned to the ark, to him. 
for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand and took her and drew her into the ark to himself. Verse number 10. And he waited yet another seven days. And again he went, he sent the dove out from the ark. Verse number 11. Then the dove came to him in the evening. And behold, a freshly plucked olive leaf was in her mouth. And no one knew that the waters had receded from the earth. Verse number 12. So he waited yet another seven days and sent out the dove, which did not return again to him anymore. Verse number 13. And it came to pass in the six hundred and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, that the waters were dried up from the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and indeed, the surface of the ground was dry. Verse number 14. And in the second month, on the 27th day of the month, the earth was dried. Verse number 15. Then God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ark, you and your wife, your sons, your sons' wives with you. Verse number 17. Bring out with you living thing of all flesh that is with you, birds and cattle, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, so that they may abound on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. Verse number 18. So Noah went out and his sons and his wife and his son's wife with them. Every animal, every creeping thing, every bird, and whatever creeps on the earth, according to their families, went out of the ark. Verse number 20. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird and every and offered bird offerings onto the altar. So this is the first mention of a sacrifice. Verse number 21. The Lord smelt a soothing aroma. The Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake. Although imagination of a man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I destroy every living thing that I have done. Verse number 22. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. Chapter 9, verse number 1. So God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And so we read here the new beginning. Verse number two. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be on every beast of the earth, on every bird of the air and on that move on the earth and all the fish of the sea. They are given into your hand. Verse number three. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. I've given you all things, even as the green herbs Verse number four, but you shall not eat the flesh of its life, that is its blood. Surely for your lifeblood, I will demand a reckoning. From the hand of every beast, I will require it. And from the hand of man, from the hand of every man's brother, I will require the life of a man. Whoever sheds man's blood by his blood shall be shed. For in the image of God, he made man. And as for you, be fruitful and multiply. Bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply in it. So post-flood, we see three new realities here in which 
Man can now eat meat along with plants. We must not eat blood with meat. And three, now if we take anybody's life, this is going to be punishable by death. Verse number eight. Then God spoke to Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And as for me, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you. Verse number 10. And every living creature that is with you, the birds, the cattle, and every beast of the earth with you, and of all that that go out of the ark, every beast of the earth. Verse number 11. Thus I establish my covenant with you. Never again shall I Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood. Never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. Verse number 12. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. Verse number 13. I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it shall be a sign of a covenant between me and the earth. And it shall be when I bring a cloud over the earth that the rainbow shall be seen in the cloud. Verse number 15. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. The water shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. Verse number 16. The rainbow shall be in the cloud, and I will look on it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. And so every time we see a rainbow, that, that is a promise that God made to us, a covenant that he would never destroy this earth with a flood. Verse number 17. And God said to Noah, this is a sign of a covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. Verse number 18. Now the sons of Noah who went out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these the whole earth was populated. Verse number 20. And Noah began to be a farmer, and he planted a vineyard. Verse number 21. Then he had drank of the wine and was drunk, and became uncovered in his tent. Verse number 22. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his brothers outside. Verse number 23. But Shem and Japheth took a garment, laid it on both of their shoulders, and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned away, and they did not see their father's nakedness. So Noah awake from his wine and knew what his younger son had done. To him then he said, Curse be Canaan, a servant of servants. He shall be to his brethren. And then I just want to park it real quick right there. Now, we, we don't know exactly what Ham did, but we know that, one, he did dishonor his father, and two, he, was, he did speak evil of his father by running to his brothers instead of dealing with the situation and helping out his father. Amen? Verse number 26. And he said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. Verse number 27. May God enlarge Japheth. And may he dwell in the tents of Shem. And may Canaan be his servant. Verse number 28. And Noah lived after the flood 350 years. Verse 29. 
So all the days of Noah were 950 years he died. Genesis 10, verse number 1. Now this is the genealogy of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And the sons were born to them after the flood. The sons of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Madai, Jabin, Tubal, Meshach, and Tyrus. The sons of Gomar were Ashkenaz, Rahath, Togomar. The sons of Jabin were Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Dodin. From these, the coastland peoples of the Gentiles were separated into the lands, every one according to his language, according to their families, and to their nations. Verse number six. And the sons of Ham were Cush, Mezram, Put, and Canaan. Verse number seven. The sons of Cush were Seba, Havla, Septa, Ramah, Shabbatak, and the sons of Ramah were Seba and Dadan. Verse number eight. Cush begot Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one on the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Therefore it is said like Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord. Verse number 10. And the beginning of his kingdom was Babel. Iraq, Akkad, and Kalmak, and the land of Shinar. Verse number 11. From the land went to Assyria and built Nineveh, Rehoboth, Er, Kala. Verse number 12. And reason between Nineveh and Kala, that is the principal city. Verse number 13. And Mizraim begot Ludim, Anamen, and Lahaiben, Netubinhim, and Pabazarim and Kalazavim, from whom came the Philistines and the Catamen. And Canaan begot Sidon, his firstborn, firstborn, and Heth, the Jebusite, the Amorite, and the Girgashite, the Hephthite, the Arkite, and the Sinite, and the Avarite, the Zemorite, and the Hamathite. Afterward, the families of the Canaanites were dispersed. Verse number 19. And the border of the Canaanites was from Sidon as you go toward Gerah, and as far as Gaza. From then as you go toward Sodom and Gomorrah, Adamah and Zeboim, as far as Lasha. Verse number 20. These were the sons of Ham, according to their families, according to their languages and their lands and their nations. Verse number 21. And children were born also to Shem, the father of the children of Eber, and the brother of Japheth, the elder. The sons of Shem were Elam, Asher, Arphaxet, Lud, and Aram. The sons of Aram were Uz, Hu, Gether, and Mash. Verse number 24. Arphaxet begot Selah, and Selah begot Eber. To Eber was born two sons. The name of one was Peleg. For in the, his days the earth was divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. Joktan begot Alamad and Sefla and Hazamareth and Jera. Verse number 27. And Hadaram and Uzal and Dikla. 
verse number 28, Opel, Abimel, Seba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan. Verse number 36, and their dwelling place was from Mesha, as you go towards Sephar, the mountain of the east. Verse number 31, these were the sons of Shem, according to their families, according to the languages in their lands, according to their nations. Verse number 32, these were the families of the sons of Noah, according to their generations and their, gener and their nations. And from these, the nations were divided on the earth after the flood. Genesis 11, verse 1. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. Verse number 2. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. Verse number 3. Then they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone and they had asphalt for molter. Verse number 4. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. Verse number five. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. Verse number six. And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they have all done one language. And this is what they begin to do now. Nothing they propose to do will be withheld from them. And I just want to park it right there just for a second and go in detail about verse number six. We can clearly see that nowadays, this very same verse, verse number six, is being fulfilled now. We again are repeating history and trying to live life separate from God. But we understand without God, there is no standard of living but chaos. And so you may have heard and you may have seen many of the super elites and politicians come and publicly proclaim that this current pandemic would be a perfect opportunity to initiate the Great Reset. What is the Great Reset? In simplest terms, the Great Reset is out with the old world system and in with the new world system. This new world system being the new world order. And that's when they're going to take the worship from God and now place the worship on Satan. And we can clearly see this in our entertainment industry as celebrities are glamorizing Luciferian worship. People of God, we live in perilous times. But more than ever, now is the time to cleave to God through faith in Jesus Christ. So let us keep on reading. Verse number seven, come, let us go down there and confuse their language, and they may not understand one another's speech. Verse number eight, so the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Verse number nine, therefore the name is called Babel, because, the Lord, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth. And from there, the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. Verse number 10. This is the genealogy of Shem. Shem was 100 years old when he begot Arphaxed, two years after the flood. Verse number 11. 
After he begot Arphaxad, Shem lived 500 years and begot sons and daughters. Verse number 12, Arphaxad lived 35 years and he begot Selah. Verse number 13, after he begot Selah, Arphaxad lived 403 years and begot sons and daughters. Verse number 14, Selah lived 30 years and begot Eber. Verse number 15, after he begot Eber, Selah lived 403 years and begot sons and daughters. Verse number 16, Eber lived 34 years and begot Peleg. Verse number 17, after he begot Peleg, Eber lived 430 years and begot sons and daughters. Peleg lived 30 years and begot Ruel. Verse number 19, after he begot Ruel, Peleg, Peleg lived 209 years and begot sons and daughters. Ruel lived 32 years and begot Serug. 30 Verse number 21, after he begot Serug, Ru lived 207 years and begot sons and daughters. Verse number 22, Serag lived 30 years and begot Nahor. After he begot Nahor, Serug lived 200 and begot sons and daughters. Verse number 24, Nahor lived 29 years and begot Terah. After he begot Terah, Nahor lived 119 years and begot sons and daughters. Now Terah lived 70 years and begot Aram, Nahor, and, ha and Haram. Verse number 27. This is the genealogy of Terah. Terah begot Ab Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Haran begot Lot. And Haran died before his father Terah and his native land in, in Ur of the Chaldeans. Verse number 29. Then Abram and Nahor took wives. The name of Abram's wife was Sarah. Verse number four. And the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah. And the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father of Iscah. Verse number 30. But Sarai was barren. She had no child. Verse number 31. And Terah took his son Abram and his grandson Lot and the son of Haran and his daughter-in-law Sarai, his son Abram's wife, and they went out with them from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to the land of Canaan. And they came to Haran and dwelt there. Verse number 32. So the days of Terah were 205 years and Terah died in Haran. And we're going to stop right there, people of God. I enjoyed this time, and I hope you enjoyed this time. And just to go back, for those who do not know about the Great Reset, I would encourage you to start researching about the Great Reset. There's plenty of information out there. You'll get to learn about what it really is and what the ultimate goal is. And the ultimate goal is to enslave humanity. Amen? And so... If you can join us next week, every Wednesday at 7 p.m., we have Bible study. Also want to remind you, every Friday night, we have a prayer service at 3901 West Adams Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90018.
And for whatever reason you're not able to make it, you can always go on our website at gfdjc.org and listen to us on Anchor. We're also on Apple Music, Spotify, and Google Cast. You can listen to our sermons and also listen to our prayers. Until next time, saints, may God be with you, shine his face upon you, and have a good evening. Amen. I want you to listen to this. You you made a bunch of mistakes. I don't know why he was rushing. My name is Chrissy Brooks. He's rushing. Anyway, but you did good. So if you weren't able to join us last month, you can get caught up by reading... Reading going fast? Yeah. Genesis 1. Yeah, I don't know why he was rushing. And we're going to pick up where we left off. But first, I was thinking, I was thinking you would have gone. See, because no it's only you. seven. And to make it clear, we do not own the rights. Thirty-five. Oh, I didn't even start this. Oh, because I'm.